Wisdom fans, here with another episode of Whiteboard Wednesday. And today, we're talking about the swimming terminology that you might hear on the pool deck or even in our app in My Swim Pro. Let's start out looking at the workout terminology and abbreviations you might see. We have freestyle, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke. There's a whole number of different terminology that we need to be familiar with. You might see freestyle defined as FR or butterfly as FLY. Each stroke corresponds to a different stroke abbreviation. As you can see, IM is short for individual medley. This is where you do a butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, freestyle repetition. If you're doing 100 IM, it means you do 25 yards or meters of each of the different strokes in the individual medley order, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, and freestyle. Sometimes you might see FRIM, which is short for freestyle IM. This is very similar to the traditional individual medley. The only difference with freestyle IM is that you do freestyle instead of butterfly on the first 25% of the distance. So if you were to do 100 free IM, you would do a 25 freestyle, 25 backstroke, 25 breaststroke, and then 25 freestyle. This is often done in aerobic training so that you don't have to do as much butterfly and you can swim a lot longer continuously. You might also see K, which is short for kick, P, which is short for pull. You might see P slash S, and that often means pull or swim on a workout set. You might see ST or choice, and these are short for stroke or your choice of stroke. So for stroke, it typically means you're doing something other than freestyle. So if a set is four by 50 stroke, you can do butterfly backstroke or breaststroke, just try not to do freestyle which might be different than doing choice, which is those 450s, you could do freestyle, backstroke, breaststroke, or butterfly. Now, if we get a handle on the stroke abbreviations, there's a number of different training terms that you wanna be familiar with. Uh, we have a few of them listed out here, but let's take a look at each of them. So build typically means you're getting faster and faster throughout either the duration of the set or an individual rep. So if you were to do one 200 build, if you break it up by 50s, each 50 will get progressively faster and you're building your intensity and your speed towards the end of that specific repetition or the actual set itself. You'll often see best average and that's a training zone that we have in the My Swim Pro app. Best average is essentially going as fast as you can for each repetition within a set, which is a little bit different than going as fast as possible because with best average, you're really focused on maintaining the same speed and averaging the same time at your best effort. And descend and ascend are the inverse of each other. So descend is where you actually get faster by time. So if you did 450s freestyle on the one minute and you were to descend each of those 50s, each one will get progressively faster and your time will decrease. So oftentimes when you see descend or ascend, you're referring to the time that you're swimming. So an example on that set of 450s might be going 38 seconds on the first one, then 35, then 33, then 31. And that would be a descent because each time you're getting faster. Uh, the inverse of that is ascend. So ascend, you start out with your fastest effort, your fastest time on number one, and then you progressively get slower. Both of these are really common when it comes to focusing on speed training. Being able to manipulate your speed in real time throughout a set will help not only make you faster, but also allow you to control your effort level and give you a better overall workout. 
And if you think about a negative split, if you take a race or any distance of a swim and you cut it in half, negative split simply refers to going faster on the second half than you were on the first half. So if a set was one 200 freestyle negative split, your goal is to make the second 100 faster than the first 100. So if you, if you went one minute and 30 seconds on the first 100, your goal is to go faster than that on the second 100. Now aerobic training versus anaerobic training. Aerobic training is something that you can do over a longer period of time that's not breaking down uh, your muscles potentially as much as doing something like anaerobic training, which is more high intensity exercise where you've essentially depleted the oxygen um, in your blood cells and you produce lactic acid. So there's a big difference between aerobic training and anaerobic training. And we have other content that we dive more deeply into that. But it's important to do both types of training, whether, whether or not you're trying to train for uh, a long open water race or trying to be fast in a short distance like a 50 in the pool. Now, if you think about some of the slang that you might hear on the pool deck and among swimmers, we want to get familiar with this. So one, something that you'll often hear is on the top and on the bottom. And what we're referring to is when you would leave for the next set. And if you think about interval training and, and training with a pace clock, today a digital clock uh, ticks every single second, and this is very standard in you know, your watch, your, your smartphone, and on your computer. But the terms on the top and on the bottom actually originate from the more traditional circular pace clock that counts every single second in, in a clockwise motion. So when someone says on the top, what they're really referring to is the clock resetting at the 60 mark. So the equivalent in a digital pace clock, uh, right in here we have 2231. So in a digital clock on the top would mean the 23 minute mark. If someone says on the bottom, they're referring to when the pace clock will actually be at 30 seconds on the bottom of the circular clock. So in a digital clock, that would simply mean the 30. So if the coach were to say, okay, we're gonna do the next set and we're leaving on the bottom, what they really mean is we're gonna leave on the 23.30. So you actually get a minute rest on top of where you are currently in the pace clock. Some other terminology you might hear are uh, circle swimming or swimming sides. And so if you think about the way that you would drive on the road, uh, if you're in the United States and a lot of other countries, you drive on the right side of the road. So when you circle swim, it's very similar to when you're on the road. You're always on the right side of the lane. And that way, if you have more than one person in the lane, you don't have any collisions because that can be really dangerous. Uh, some other countries actually you swim on the opposite side, similar to how you drive. So you swim on the left side and you'd always be swimming in a, in a circle. So that way you can have multiple people in the lane. The alternative to circle swimming is actually swimming sides. So when you swim sides, if you, you can only do this with two people in the lane. And so one person will stay on the right side of the lane and one person will stay on the left side of the lane. And that way you don't have anyone run into each other. If you look at the different types of pools that we have, you often see people have, you know, are you swimming in a short course pool or a long course pool? So there's predominantly two forms of, of swimming pools. So you'll have the short course pool, which refers to a 25 yard or meter distance. And then you have a long course pool, which is 50 meters. And that's the Olympic standard. If you watch the Olympics or any international swimming competition, most of the time it's gonna be done in a 50 meter pool 
that is the Olympic distance. But oftentimes, most people don't get the opportunity to train in a 50-meter pool. It's much more likely that you're going to have a 25-yard or meter pool. And so the abbreviations for these three major types of pools are SCY, which is short course yards. And this is really only found in the United States. So you have a 25-yard distance. If you leave the United States, you're always going to be in the metric form. So it's going to be SCM, short course meters. And that often means a 25-meter pool. If you see LCM, that means long course meters, and that's going to be a 50-meter pool. There's, I don't believe, a 50-yard pool. There might be out there. But most of the time, if you're outside the United States, it's going to be yards. It's going to be meters, I'm sorry. And it'll be a 25-meter pool or a 50-meter pool, which is the Olympic distance. Now, there's a few other technical terms that we want to make sure that we know. Uh, I have highlighted in the red box is streamline. This is the most fundamental word in swimming, and it is really the most important word because this is the foundation for all of the strokes, all of the drills, and it's really the fastest way to move through the water. So streamline is essentially a point where your body is the least amount of drag as it moves through the water. So your hands are one over the top, your top hand, the thumb, grabs the bottom hand, you're in a tight body position, your arms are straight, and from your fingertips all the way through your torso and then down through your toes is like a stick, you're like a missile. You're like a steel rod cutting through the water, and that's the foundation for everything. So when someone says streamline, they're referring to your hands together, your body being really narrow, and oftentimes this is, this is how you push off the wall on every single flip turn or when you start with a dive. So it's the most important word in swimming. Some other technique terms that you see often are DPS, which is short for distance per stroke. And so if a coach or someone tells you, you really wanna focus on increasing your distance per stroke, they're referring to how far you go per stroke, which is a direct result of what your stroke count will be. And your stroke count is how many strokes you take in a specified distance of, of, of swimming. So in a 50 meter pool, if your stroke count is you know, 25 strokes, it means your distance per stroke is two meters per stroke because you took 25 strokes in a 50 meter pool, therefore your distance per stroke is two meters. And if a coach wants you to increase that, to increase your distance per stroke, then you would take less strokes. Oftentimes, that's the goal, to take less strokes because your body's gonna be more efficient in the water. Um, you'll often see split, and we reference split with negative split because a split is basically the amount of time for one portion of a repetition or a race. So if we were to do a 100 meter race, start at the, at the zero mark, and then we do 50 meters, and then we come back. So that 100 meter distance, we could split in half to two 50 meter distances. And if we were going to negative split, that means our second 50 split would be faster than the first 50 split. So if you went 40 seconds on the first split, try and be 38 seconds on the second split. You'll often hear bilateral breathing. And so this refers to the way that you breathe in freestyle. Oftentimes, some people have a preference to breathing on one side every two or every four strokes. And bilateral breathing simply means you're breathing on both sides. So you're breathing every three strokes, every five strokes, every seven strokes. Oftentimes, this is a really good thing to do 
when you're focused on balancing out your stroke and by breathing on both sides, it allows your body to really stabilize and build balance with both sides. You'll often see the, uh, well, you often hear uh, flip turns versus open turns. And the, what this refers to is when you're at the wall and you're gonna transition to come back the opposite direction, you're either going to do a somersault flip and you do that when you're doing freestyle or backstroke or you're going to do an open turn and an open turn is what you do in breaststroke and butterfly because you have to touch with two hands so if you're doing a uh, hundred breaststroke so you swim breaststroke down and then it comes time to turn around you don't do a somersault you do an open turn you're not doing a flip you're doing an open turn you touch with two hands you can also do an open turn on any of the i am transitions so we didn't mention it here but when you do i am if you're doing butterfly to backstroke, you would do an open turn because you start, you're approaching the wall with butterfly as opposed to doing backstroke. Um, also, depending on your skill level, if you're going from backstroke to breaststroke, you can do either a flip turn or an open turn as long as you touch on your back, either or is good. And so these are just a few of the technical terms, the training terms, and the swimming lingo that you might see on the pool deck and you might hear on the pool deck, but as long as you stay engaged and, and try and learn, you know, you're gonna be a much better off swimmer because you really understand what's going on. And if you have any more questions about any of the swimming turns that maybe we didn't list up here, we would love to see, hear them from you. So feel free to message us and leave us in the comments. But until next time, we'll catch you later on Whiteboard Wednesday.